back, everyone, to another episode of Going for Two, the official podcast of Extra Points, a perfectly decent newsletter covering the off-the-field forces that shape college athletics. Uh, I am the publisher of that newsletter, Matt Brown. Um, excited here, uh, as always, with uh, jo- joined by Brian Fisher. Um, Brian, great to have you here again, as always. And great to be in purpose. You know, I think it's uh, we, we've been doing this podcast for what nearly a year now, and yeah. uh, we, we finally get some in-person episodes. It's yeah. So to, to take you behind the proverbial curtain, right? We, we are recording this uh, a, probably a week before this actually drops. We're we're, we're still at the uh, the Intercollegiate Athletics Forum here in Vegas. Figure we should knock out a couple of these things when we're actually in the same room before we go back across from coast to coast. And I also figured this would be a good opportunity, since we're not all in the same place together very often, to maybe tell you a little bit more about what Extra Points 3.0 is going to look like and with some of these big changes that just happened. Because this isn't just a one-man operation anymore or like a one-and-a-half, two-person operation with, with, with Brian and I. Um, you know, we, we talked about this early in November, but Extra Points was acquired by, uh, by a D1 ticker. And now there is a, a multi-person uh, company behind all of this. We figured, listen, you guys saw the press release. You've seen me tweet about it. But many of you may not be familiar with that company or what, what we're trying to accomplish and what all this means. So I thought we should bring in another Matt, um, the, the, the head of that company, my new boss, uh, Matt Roberts, is, is here with us today here as well. Excited to be here cover some ground um you guys are the experts so i'm just adding a little color sure so why don't why don't why don't we start with this because i feel like our listenership and my readership falls under into like kind of into two major groups right now we have the other people who are working in college athletics who i I would imagine are very familiar with d1 ticker um people who have edu generally uh within their email addresses or the handful that are uh, subscribed using burners I know who you are. I'm a journalist. I can look that stuff up. <laughs> but we have another, another chunk of our audience here who doesn't. So for the individuals who um, are not familiar with D1 Ticker, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're trying to do? Like how, how, how are you different from The Athletic or ESPN or anybody else? Sure. Simply, D1 Ticker is a daily curated news letter that hits the inboxes of now over 25,000 uh, readers, but primarily – collegiate athletics administrators, right? This, yeah. We are trying to synthesize on a daily basis the key business developments that have happened in that world and deliver them in a very efficient manner. So we've been in the marketplace almost nine years now. I spent a number of years working in college athletics at the University of Evansville, the University of South Florida, have built some other businesses and, and still was always curious, fascinated, intrigued by what's going on in college athletics beyond the coaching changes. Although we talk a bunch about that and we do. cover that, there's a lot more underneath the surface. And Matt, you've done a long, a great job writing about that. Brian yeah. knows a ton about it as well. Um, so we think this is an opportunity to bring some brands together to add additional coverage, Matt, for you and, yeah. and allow you to flywheel this business a little bit. But again, D1 Ticker simply daily curated news for college athletic administrators. And we have plenty of fans who subscribe as well. But the key business developments in a 15-minute email every day. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, even well before we had these conversations about potentially joining this enterprise, I subscribe to a ton of newsletters, a lot of college sports newsletters, a lot of business newsletters, a lot of stuff that has that's, that's in related industries and unrelated industries. This was the only one that I made sure to read every single day. And it, and it came out twice a day. And it wasn't because it was full of really deep, unique columns or reporting. And in fact, most of the stuff is, is not original. But 
writing a really good curated newsletter is really hard to do. There's a lot of people that try to do this and I'm not, I'm not just blowing smoke here, but like, I think anybody that, that reads extra points, this is a really good companion. Extra points can, you know, give you a thousand words about what something means and go a little bit deeper or maybe occasionally break a story. But if you just sit down and read one thing, want to know know what happened. Yeah. Yeah, What happened? You read the ticker Um, for everything from the power five to the low majors, and then uh, I'm, I'm told there are D2 and D3 tickers, Absolutely. allegedly. And there's an NAI ticker that, that we produce as well twice a week. Look at that. We live in a world of wonders. Even the NAI. So so this this is great, right? But this also isn't the only editorial property kind of under this umbrella. So I, I think I tease this a little bit in, in the press release. Another kind of component to this, this, this multifaceted uh, operation here is athletic director U. Why don't you tell us what that is? I mean, we can use our context clues, I think, to figure it out after hearing from the title, but why don't you tell us a little bit more? Athletic Director U is our thought leadership vertical, right? right? And so if we have a vertical on D1 ticker, D2 ticker, et cetera, that covers the news in a very efficient format, there's conversations inside the industry about leadership and management and culture and org behavior and a, a myriad of, I mean, these athletic directors are running businesses from in some cases, of seven digits only to nine, well into the nine digits, as we know. Yeah, GDPs of, of developing countries <laughs> level right here, right? Like you've always got much better analogies than this. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yes. Yeah. So the content that we produce alongside athletic directors and senior leaders is about how they're running their enterprise. That is housed and lives under athletic director U. Right. Jason Belzer has been our longtime partner in that effort. And that business has been around five, six years as well. And we're here in Vegas capturing a ton of ADU content that we'll release over the next, you know, three to six months. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're, you're probably going to occasionally see some of these videos um, that, are, that are, you know, I'm going to blink in extra points or share there or tweet about them that are going to end up living in that world. You're going to occasionally see my byline on that publication, probably not uh, super often because I'm still writing a lot of extra points newsletters. But what I think is interesting about about this publication, if you're not an athletic director or aspiring to be an athletic director, is I think a lot of the stuff on there is is really pretty evergreen. That's right. Um, and and this is somewhat the case for extra points and really less the case for D1 for D1 ticker. But I found myself multiple times digging back and referencing uh, stories on ADU that were from like last October. Mm-hmm. Um, or from sometimes even even longer the, the the Kevin Blue breakdown of why coaching salaries keep escalating, and this is something that we've talked about on this podcast. I've talked about with Kevin. We've shared multiple times. I'm going to keep referencing it because I think like that's still the most graphically concise way to explain why no athletic director is going to say no. I'm not going to pay 11 billion dollars uh, for this next coach when somebody else is is asking him to do that. Well, and even just not not even beyond that, when you talk about the ADU content, a lot of its videos as well that replies beyond college athletics. I mean, I think so much of the conversations too is about leadership, and I think that's something that applies not just in this industry, but a, great but a lot. Point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, certain facets of general business are ported into college athletics, but that to your you know you're, you're speaking straight to it. Facets of college athletics. There's leaders outside this space that can learn a bunch about how um, our ADs and commissioners and senior leaders are thinking about arranging their staff, motivating their staff, managing their staff, 
and a myriad of other topics under that sort, sort of overall heading. And I, and I mean, frankly, we're, we're talk, seeing a lot more crossover, too, between college athletics and, and other businesses. We're here in Las Vegas. Uh, George Klyovkot, the Pac-12 commissioner, came from right across the street at MGM. He's now leaving the Pac-12. A lot of athletic directors now are coming from the business world. So I think there's a lot more crossover with the ADU content that uh, I think folks out there, whether you're an, a, an actual AD or, or somebody that's just interested in learning more about the business, uh, will we'll find interesting. Well, I hear I am speaking to my listeners that don't work in this world. And if you're still listening here, like, I, I listen, you, you are my chosen people. I appreciate you, right? Like, I'm talking to you at this point. I recognize as an individual, there's a lot of business content on the internet. And when you log into your LinkedIn profile and you check your timeline, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school. A lot of that content sucks where it's really boring. It's really bland. It's part of like this absolutely bizarre Instagram, like grind hustle culture that is is toxic in a lot of ways. And what is what I've appreciated about the content that's there now and what is my driving force as I'm involved with this is how can we make this not boring? And how can we make this something that is accessible to multiple audiences? There's going to be some kind of drilling down. I was talking with an AD about this earlier today. There's going to be some kind of very specific drill down questions about how you manage different constituent groups. That's pretty focused for if you run a large athletic department. And, and some of my listeners do that. Most of you don't. But about how the, the, the process of, for decision making, I think, is relevant if you make those kind of decisions yourself. And also, as a fan... If you want to understand why certain decisions are made or why certain decisions are a struggle or, or, or how, how the, that's all related, my hope is that through ADU, in conjunction with what we're doing at EP, that we can, we can help illuminate that a little bit more. And I realize that's a, that's a difficult like, needle to thread here or, or you know, we're trying to do, but, but that's, that's the goal. And I think historically that, that's something the ADU has really done. Um, I, I think in that, in that vein, thinking about LinkedIn – and, and I, I may be one of the very few people on the internet that still unironically uses LinkedIn. I, I, I find sources this way. Uh, I'm not looking for jobs or anything, but like this is how I build connections with people. But I realized that for most individuals, if you are not actively job hunting, your LinkedIn experience mostly sucks. And there's not really an alternative to LinkedIn that doesn't suck. You know, God help you if you're using Twitter for this or, or any other social social network. And this is an issue with the athletic director space as well. And this was something else that kind of came up as we were beginning this process, but you know, I, I think we're about ready to tell the world about it. We're working on something to maybe address this issue on a, on a larger scale, right? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Matt? Let's, let's weave a lot of this together. Brian's talking about learnings from college athletics that can be ported into mainstream business and vice versa. A lot of people listening have been to a trade conference in their given industry, Yep. right? Yep. And the, the vibe and um, the conversations that are had in the lobby when you're catching up with your buddies and your your contemporaries, you haven't seen a lot of people right now, haven't seen yeah. each other because yeah. of the pandemic, of course. Um, there's a lot of trading of stories. And in those stories, important business information. And some people are saying too much about a certain situation. I mean, and it's got it's life. It's got a life of its own. And part of what Collegiate Sports Connect or Connect in short is, is about recreating that vibe for the administrative community in college athletics in a digital capacity, right? Yeah. So the ability to create breakout rooms and invite, you know, the eight guys you always see in the lobby, let's continue that conversation about NIL, whatever it may be, right? There's the ability to do that. Clearly, we are creating a lot of new, unique content that will live exclusively on Connect and you know, in, in a nutshell, we've got so many great reporters who cover college athletics 
But there are sets of questions, inquiries, and insights that are not that are only interesting to those working in college athletics and not somebody reading The Athletic as a fan or your local newspaper as a subscriber. Yeah. We can cover that. Our model supports going much deeper than many other media models. So you combine these things together and attempting to get the administrative community of college athletics to index themselves on this platform in return gives the departments themselves the ability to handle their search processes far more democratically, efficiently, thoroughly, so they can make more intelligent hires in the administrative world, sort of at that low senior level down to the entry level. So nutshell, that's what we're doing and we can dig in further. Yeah. So I think this is, is, is interesting on a couple of different levels, depending on the kind of person that you are listening to this. If you're somebody that works in this industry, as I understand it here, you're getting not just a more original reported content and video content from myself with Brian, with a couple other voices, uh, some that are currently on our masthead, some that we hope will be joining our masthead very soon that we'll be talking about uh, to, to give you more, you know, a, a, a insidery, industry specific understanding of what's happening, but also a community. One of the things that I've has been deeply meaningful to me about Extra Points and is like single-handedly the reason I'm able to do this and not have to go slice salami behind the deli counter it isn't just is, – is because there are people here that not only care about what they're reading in Extra Points or what they're listening to for Going For Two, but then they also want to talk to each other. If you are a paid subscriber of Extra Points and if you're not, buddy, I have a coupon code for you later. But if, <laughs> but if you are, you have access to our, our Discord server. Like you get to, and I've seen people build relationships and talk that way. And it can be a challenge for other – and most of, the, most of the people in that Discord room are, are not in this industry. There's some academics, but there's – you know, if Bob Bowlesby's hanging out in that room, he must be using an assumed name. And I'm, I'm guessing he's not there right now. But there, there's a demand for that kind of if community. If you use an assumed name while using a burner, I, I, like I, that's like a double – I mean it, people, people do that in this world, right? Like you – I mean anything to get around FOIA, I'm, hurt, I, I'm, I'm told. <laughs> Um, not that I'd recommend that, of course, but there, there's there's a demand for that, and and that that is something that we're that we're all hoping to create content that's interesting enough where you actually want to engage with it, and then also a platform for you to build those connections with your peers and other people, and then lead to better decisions and better connections. That's that's the hope, and that's something that Brian and I are going to be working together on. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're an average fan, you know, your entry point to college athletics, especially the hiring process of college athletics, is your football coaching search. Yeah. And, I mean, truthfully, this is a very deep industry. You have marketing, you have development, you have uh, donor relations, you have ticketing. You know, this is your athletic department uh, of the school that you support or is maybe the one down the street. Uh, it has a lot of people in it. And hiring those people is a completely different process than what you see play out on headlines or on The Athletic uh, or, or on CBS Sports or whoever it might be in terms of the the uh, daily tracking, the job postings, the, the comings and goings. And I think this can truly operate and, and help a lot of folks, not only just find, find better jobs, but uh, get into a, an industry that uh, can be difficult to break into because it is very much a, a relationship business. The, the other space that a lot of listeners, again, inside or outside college athletics can understand is your traditional jobs board. Well, unfair advantage, potentially in building this product, we have the biggest jobs board in college athletics, right? So the insights we've derived over years of gathering information on how hiring managers are posting jobs and what they're looking for and the timelines of how that stuff works Adding in working alongside Collegiate Sports Associates, who's an established brain and has been for decades in this space, and then, you know, WMT, which for non-college athletics listeners will mean nothing, but they are 
one of the most, if not the most accomplished digital firm in this space. This is this is a great yeah. lineup of, of of parties who I think can deliver something very valuable back to the industry. It's about building value first, right? And that's what we've always been focused on, whether it be through content or product. And we're excited to, to launch this effort as well. Yeah, I, I, I legitimately think if you are in this industry and you are part of the Extra Points Going for Two ecosystem, this is something that you're gonna, you are going to personally get value from. If you if you're not if you are if, the, if you're the person listening to this right now if they are a media member if they are a diehard fan if there's somebody that's whose paycheck is not directly derived from this is this this isn't a product for, like, that's targeted for them right is how, what 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 is what is their interest level or entry point into 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 the connect world right well there's a lot of your readers Matt who are college juniors right yep. and trying to figure out hey I, I think I want to work in college athletics how do I navigate myself. You need to have a profile on Connect. That's right. Yeah. You, you need to start aligning your resume and your book of work from a media standpoint, what you've done, even if it's running the sport administration club at UMass, what, whatever it may be. Yeah. This is an opportunity to create that and expose That person is probably specifically listening to this. I, right I now. hope so, they are. They need yeah. a profile on Connect. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to connect with you on LinkedIn as well. Like, no. No, no, on Connect. I, I, on Connect. <laughs> no, not like on. No, hey, no, you're right. He's still a newbie. You know, no, I, we still got to. I know. Yeah, listen. I got, I got my notes from the other Matt Brown. No, I know. Th- so th- th- this is a good point, right? If you are a student, and there are a lot of students within our ecosystem, you, you want to do this. I know if you are somebody that's that's primarily in the extra points world you're not in the industry like in case this hasn't been clear before by virtue of this merger by virtue of me doing some video work which is just a learning process for me you know despite my previous employer temporarily pivoting to video like that wasn't a world that i was really a part of that's not a skill i mean i didn't, I didn't even go to journalism school like I've, I've learned a lot of this stuff on the fly so this this is new to me the newsletter's not going away like my voice is not going away and, and the, the editorial mission of Extra Points is not going away. Like I, I don't view what I'm doing as, necess- as as the same thing that the ticker does or ADU does. And I want to be able to continue to talk to both, both people in the industry and outside the industry. I don't plan on changing my voice, but I'm also just going to be doing content for some of these other things to help. And this is what I say with love, like what, what I wake up in the morning, like really trying to do to bridge the community between people who are reading SBJ and people who are part of college football sickos Twitter, where those intersect, which is not a big intersection, but maybe a deep one. That's 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 who extra points is for. And that, that's what we're trying to kind of build here together. I've never heard you explain it that way, but that makes a lot of sense, I think. Yeah, yeah. The 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 the, the meme focused community, I think, within our industry. Like both of them, those are those are annual subscribers. All seven of us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. But, well, you know, it's funny because it is it is growing, right? You know, I yeah. think there's so much interest in this industry. I mean, we, we see numbers, we see uh, just the fan interest, whether it's on social media, whether it's just talking to people. And I think what's really unique about Connect too is um, you know, it can be a big help, I think, in, in this push as we've uh, talked about diversity, equity, and inclusion. I, I yeah. think that's a big push for, for these universities who truthfully have very diverse athletic departments. But you talk with athletic directors, as we have this week, uh, you know, it, it's tough to find those candidates sometimes. This can kind of help that a little bit as well. Yeah. You know, to be totally honest, like when I was I, – I had a couple of different options for where to take extra points. Like I knew for a while that that me keeping this as just a one-man band was not sustainable. So there was investor interest – and there was some the third-party publisher interest. And one of the reasons why I was like, I, I really want to work with Ticker beyond, was like, you know, beyond the fact that this, that this is something that aligns with my audience. But I think that angle of connect is something that's important to me. Like I, I've, I've talked about this a lot. Like for me, I 
did not go to an elite university. No disrespect to the Ohio State. I don't have a journalism degree. I don't. I, I, I you know, I come from an immigrant household. So, like a lot of these other, you know, advantages that you know the people might had if they, if their parent was a coach or they went to Syracuse or Columbia and they had a different path in here. And I got into this world, and I'm sitting talking to both of you two because of a bunch of like very fortuitous random events. It, it, it's not a meritocracy. And if, if that's that, that's true for sports media, I know it's true for coaching and for administration and for this whole world. And trying in, in whatever tiny small way to kind of chip away at that a little bit for extra points, whether that's helping athletes get NIL deals or, or focusing on, on low and mid-major and, and smaller institutions or anything, like the, the, to be able to work on, be a part of something that's helping to make that more equitable was philosophically aligned. And, and even if there were other opportunities that, that could have potentially been more financially lucrative that weren't aligned value-wise, like to me, that was an easy decision. And, and not to say that I think that this this new product is going to, to fix some of those things, but you want to be on the team of somebody that's at least trying, you know, that's 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 the hope here. So do you think that there's anything else either for people who are in this ecosystem or not that they should know about what we're building together or other kind of components to this to this world um, for the next couple of months? I think I want to support mainly the, the comments you made about not losing your voice. Yeah is really important to us as well um, in in a lot of key areas. But this is not Matt Brown goes cover power five, all four newsletters a week or all that, that. That doesn't align with the overall marketplace that we are trying to provide value for. So yeah. from my seat, I think it's sort of important to say to the audience, Matt's not going to be changing his voice. That, that was something that, we both identified very early on was not part of the deal and it's yeah. not what we wanted. So uh, I'm excited to continue reading extra points just like anybody else. And sometimes I don't even know what you're going to write about the next day. <laughs> so, sometimes I don't, right? Like, or I have a plan and then like, oh, well, okay, it looks like Murray State's changing league. So I guess I need to go, I need to go change the plan a little bit, right? Like that's, that, that is life. And, and, you know, the good thing, too, about uh, this this new venture with with all of us is it does allow, as you're listening on this podcast, Matt and I to do uh, some new things. And yeah. we've already talked about kind of year two, as, as we move into year two, hard as it is to believe with that podcast, doing more on, on this feed, doing uh, doing more videos, uh, obviously, and, and having access to, to better guests, you know, to, to bring you uh, more insightful conversations that uh, you probably do not get anywhere else, uh, not just on this podcast, but in, in new mediums as well. That, that, that's that's absolutely the hope. So, I, you know, I, I, I want to leave all of you with this, right? Like all of this arrangement is something that was done because I, I deeply believe it will make extra points better, which is something I really care about and working towards something I think makes better college industry, sports industry content, whether that's written, audio, video, community based. You want to be working towards something that's that's better. And if you're if you're in the industry, like we, we want you to be part of that. If you're not, we want you to be part of that too, whether that's through this podcast or the newsletter uh, or, or other places. I think as we get a little bit more into January, I, I can share some more specifics with what some of those changes are going to look like to make everything better. I'm terrible at keeping secrets, but like at this point, it really isn't ready yet. And there's been so many other things going on. I'll share it with you as soon as we can. But I wanted to get this out now because – it's a relief to not be by yourself anymore. It's cool to be the boss and everything, and it's cool to have that total control, but I liked being able to have people to bounce ideas around with. I like being able to have someone to tell me if my ideas are bad, because sometimes my ideas are bad, and you, you need someone to respect you enough to, to tell you that. So I'm, 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 I'm excited to share all that with you. I, I think uh, 
I think the future is really bright for this podcast, for this newsletter, and for the rest of the platforms we're trying to build. Um, thanks, for, thanks for sticking with us there uh, for everything. We're going to have some more information, some more podcasts, of course, very soon. You can reach me at matt at extrapointsmb.com or at Matt Brown EP on Twitter. Uh, where can people find D1 Ticker? D1 Ticker, D, the number one, the word ticker on Twitter, the website d1ticker.com, and of course in your inbox. That 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 is that is the best place to find it. It's free. Um, all the all the all the tickers are free. Your athletic director is definitely reading this email. So why why shouldn't you? This is that this, is this that is, is true. as simple as and and even for somebody who I'm co- stealing that. Uh, I'm definitely gonna steal that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, I mean, for even as somebody who is in the news business and tries to keep up with as much as possible, even I find myself going through the ticker in the morning or going in the afternoon. There's two editions and uh, saying, oh, I missed that. Or, oh, I need to talk. I need to follow up with so-and-so. On yeah, that. it's the so, first thing I read, and I helped write the damn thing sometimes. Yeah. And, like, I, I miss stuff. Yeah, like, that's, um, it's, 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 it's not just being a company man. Like, it really is. It really is that good. Um, thanks, everybody. We'll catch up with you next week. Have a, have a wonderful holiday if we don't get you before then. Um, and we'll be in touch soon.